Do you ever feel that there is more to life than what you're experiencing, but don't know how to get there? At the heart of each of us is a desire to find meaning and purpose. However, many of us don't know where to begin. Welcome to the Transform Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Steve Chua. And I'm Pete Cofarcio. This show will teach you to be confident in your identity and embrace powerful mindsets so that you can fulfill your destiny and life purpose. We're excited to take you on a journey to transform your life so that you can transform your world. Welcome to the Transform Your Life podcast with Stephen Peets. I'm Coach Pete. And I am Coach Steve here in California. It's great to see you, Pete, as always. Guess what? I can't guess what. 34 years ago today, my wife asked me out on a date. And we've been together ever since. She asked you out. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, at the time, she has a lot of feminist ideas. In fact, the next date, she brought me flowers. So uh, she's just amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Honestly, I'm glad she asked me out because I was getting, I remember talking to somebody, does she like me, not like me? Does she not like me, like me? And my friend said, why don't you just ask her? And so she had asked me on this date. It's when we're in Scotland, Robbie Burns night. And it was a big party dance thing. And and she had said, would you like to come on this dance with me? So I just simply asked her, are you sure you want me to come on this dance? And Barbara looked at me and she said, I'd love for you to come on this dance. And all I could hear was the word love. And I was there. <laughs> wow. Good good move, Barb. We're glad there you took we the go. initiative. 34 there years go. later, 33 years of marriage and five kids, two dogs. Wow. What can you ask for? There you go. Yeah. Well, Steve, what's the transformation tip this week? Well, the transformation tip is from a gentleman called Harvey Firestone. He has this great quote. It's called, the growth and development of people is the highest calling of leadership. The growth and development of people is the highest calling of leadership. And I think in this season that we're in, as we're talking about talents and strengths, we often say everything rises and falls on leadership. And as we go through this particular series on relationship building strengths, which we take out of the Clifton Strengths Assessment. We want to help you grow and develop. And today we're going to be looking at how to do that. What's that strength that brings the best out of people? As we do that, remember, we're here to help you become more self-aware of how you're wired, how you've been designed, how to make the greatest impact, and how you can transform your world, as well as look at maybe some of those blind spots that maybe sabotage you being as effective as you want to. So this week, we're going to be looking at the talent called developer. So Pete, let's take it away. Talk to us about being developer. Yeah. Well, see, first I want to say we're focusing on the relational talents, the relationship building talents. And the one thing when I coach executives, um, they'll get their assessments and they'll see, hey, maybe they are strong in these or maybe they're not. It's the category that's the most malleable. You can do, this This is the area where you can do something about it more than any of the others. So when we're talking about developer, whether you score high in it or not, these are some practical principles you can put in place that will make a difference. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we did a whole series on emotional intelligence about a year and a half ago. You can grow these areas, right? If you just focus on them. So yeah, we're definitely going to lean into developer. The way Clifton Strengths defines developer says people exceptionally talented in the developer theme 
recognize and cultivate the potential in others. They spot the signs of each small improvement and they derive satisfaction from evidence of progress. Mm. You know, I think that's so important. I think it's, I think I look back on my life and I'm so grateful for people who spotted the potential. You know, I remember coming out of university and probably the first mentor I had saw so many different things in me and gave me the opportunities to discover and develop and be curious around them. And so people who are developers, they're gold. Yeah, you know, they really are. They yeah. really are. So many, so many people that are doing well can point back to a mentor or a developer in their life. So unpack this a little bit more. Those with the talent of developer, they naturally see others' capacity to change, to grow, to mature. They spot potential, right? And they get excited if someone's willing to grow. It's a magnet. They just want to jump in there and help them. And they're always looking for ways to stretch people, to challenge them, help them grow. And here's the other thing about developers, Steve. They get satisfaction anytime they see growth. And it mm -hmm. might only be a little step, but they have that patience and that stick to to see the big picture and just help every incremental step along the way. A wonderful talent to have, and it's wonderful people. It actually reminds me of a, a story that happened probably about 10 years ago. I had a knock on my door, and it was a young man who I had known in his teens, incredibly talented, amazing musician, but also amazing, had amazing platform presence and just a really, really great guy. So when he knocks on my door, he is looking like a mess. And what I found out is he's been in meth houses for a while. And so basically he said, I don't know who else to trust and I need you to, your help. And I said, are you willing to change? He said, yes. And so I said, okay, come right now, meet me in my office uh, in a couple of days. Well, he never showed up, came two weeks later and calls me and says, did I miss my meeting? Well, I realized he was so strong out of meth, he had missed it. So I said, come tomorrow. He came two hours late and I was doing a school at the time and I had a number of interns. And I said to him, why don't you become an intern with us and we'll walk with you. The rest of the interns after the meeting looked at me and said, why are you messing with trash like that? Okay. And I said, no, 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 there's potential here. I've seen it. I know it. We need to call it out of him. and. The next day, he was two hours late. The next week, he was an hour late. The next week, he was half an hour late. But each time, there was this incremental change. All my other interns were saying, you need to fire this guy. But after about six weeks, he turned. He wasn't just turning up on time. He was turning up early, getting everything in the, in, in the class ready. He was beyond everything more than anybody else was doing. And today, he decided he wanted to dedicate his life to helping other people and developing people. So he became a pastor. And, and now wow. he's he's married, he's got great kids, and he's got a thriving congregation. And it's just so good because you see the potential, but when people want to walk it out, even though it's incremental, and even though it might seem negative, you don't know the gold that you could be mining. Wow. From meth head to pastor. That's a great story. And of course, you're a big part of that story too, right? To just keep encouraging them. And as long as you get making progress, that, that's, that's right. awesome. Okay. Well, uh, as with all the other strengths, um, they come with some intrinsic needs. If you carry the developer talent, you need to work with people or organizations, right? That are truly open to growth. Okay. Mm. And you know, I'm going to talk about the blind spot that goes along with this right now. You can recognize potential. If you have developer, you see potential, but the person also has to be open 
to developing that to potential. Like we have a, an expression as coaches, um, you can't push a rope, mm. right? They have to want to change before you're really yeah. going to be effective with them. And then the other one um, we find, Steve, with developers is their potential needs to be recognized. They need to be encouraged hmm. to grow. And that does a lot for them. So, yeah. and because it's an important dynamic, if that goes unmet, you'll feel overlooked, you'll feel neglected, you'll feel it actually can be hurtful um, yeah. after a while. Like, no, I, I recognize people's potential. How come no one's recognizing my potential? Yeah. You know, we often put a mirror to ourselves, right? And so when you're looking at somebody who's a developer, like I said, you see the potential in others, but actually deep down inside, I want to see the potential realized in me. I think that's what you were saying. And when you see a developer, you actually see somebody who's often very encouraging. They are patient and they're often looking at long-term success. And they start developing exercises and approaches for people so that they can be a catalyst to growth. As we look at this strength, that's kind of what we see. Uh, and that's why those intrinsic needs are so so important for a developer. Yeah. Also, every week we talk about potential blind spots. This is when the talent gets overplayed. And with developers, watch out. If you become overly invested in someone else's development, it's easy for you to feel personally responsible yeah. if they're struggling. Like mm -hmm. you will own it. and. Actually, if you take that too far, they can become codependent. Yeah. Like you need to be needed mm -hmm. and their problem becomes your problem and you need boundaries there. Sometimes if somebody's not responding, right. And they're, they're strong. Sometimes the best option is they have to just go figure this out on their own. Yeah. Right. You got to know when to pull up if it's not happening. Well, that's, I, I think when I was probably my late twenties, thirties, especially when I was kind of growing as a counselor, I, personally gone through a lot of transformation myself. So I wanted that for everybody else. And so yes. I, it, what I realized, I wanted it more for people than they wanted it for themselves. Exactly. I, I saw the potential and said, we can do this, you know, and I, and, and, and what started happening, I started to over promise them because they didn't want it. It was under, I was under delivering. And so as a result, I felt that every time something went wrong, it was my fault. Mm. Okay. And I had this kind of savior mentality where I had to rescue everyone. Yeah. All right. And that and that was my blind spot in the development strength, because, you know, you feel overly responsible for the for this potential to be realized. And so these days, as what you just pointed out, first, find out whether that person really wants change, whether that person's willing to put the effort in yeah, and put even put. In, yeah. yeah. And even put some certain categories to see whether or not metrics that you put in place to see whether they're actually hungry. Yeah. Well, Steve, thanks for being honest with that. You know, and uh, we can learn from your story. The second potential blind spot is, you know, this is for all of the strengths, it's just thrilling. Like they're energizing when mm -hmm. you lean into these. And frankly, it could almost become addictive. Like you get so much energy out of this that you could spend so much of your focus and time helping other people that you're not getting your own development. Mm. Okay. You need to invest in yourself as well so that you can help others. Yep. Right. Your health, like it's the oxygen mask. When we get the safety demonstration on the plane, like first put on your own oxygen mask, then help the other one next to you. Yep. You've got to, uh, you've got to take care of yourself. Well, you can't, you can't give what you're not receiving. Okay. Because if you start giving what you're not receiving, it then becomes theory. So then the people that you're working with are experiments and that's dangerous. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so that's why it's so important 
to always be looking to grow, always be looking to become better, always be looking to become more skilled or upgrade who you are, whether it's in life or profession. Because when you actually practice what you preach and you can actually say, I've experienced it, it actually becomes your authority and influence to be able to see that potential realized. Otherwise, you're playing with someone's life. So you've got to be really, really careful. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, good. Wise, wise words from someone who's been there. Well, um, Steve, when this talent shows up earlier in someone's life, or if it doesn't really get developed, how it looks is we just mentioned you can be neglecting your own personal development. Mm -hmm. You could be wasting time on low potential people. And you can, like you said, go into savior mentality and try to rescue other people. But Life knocks you around a few times, you learn the hard way, you grow. Mature developer looks like you can grow the talent in other people, a teacher, a coach, you enjoy helping others succeed, you're investing in others, a mentor. Yeah. That's a mature developer. I think these are such important things that you're saying here, because when you talked earlier about what raw looks like and you say, don't waste time on low potential people, just one of the things I would say, if you find yourself keeping chasing people, mm. okay, that's usually a sign that those are low potential people, <laughs> okay, because they're not prioritizing the change. And so they get used to you, you become their motivation, you you motivate them and it doesn't and quite that's work. that's exhausting. That. Yeah, that, absolutely. That's, uh, yeah. You know, but like you said, but when you find someone, who wants to grow, who is hungry and is willing to put all the effort in. That's where the developer thrives. Okay. And and all those things, being a teacher, coach, mentor, helping others succeed, it's it's almost like their sweet spot. And you and I, Pete, we just as coaches, we love doing that sort of stuff. So yeah. So we want to give you a few tips on how to mature this talent. And again, even if it's not like high ranking for you on the assessment, these are all things we can all do. Here's the first one is if you're a developer, you see potential in people, you show a willingness to develop them. Sometimes people will suspect you have ulterior motives. Hmm. Like, what do you really want? Like, don't tell me you're that good hearted. Nobody's that good hearted. Mm -hmm. And that can hurt your feelings. It's like, no, I just really want to help you. I get a kick out of it. I, I get, I, I love to do it, but you're going to run into that kind of resistance and, and skepticism. And so be ready for it. And, uh, you know, kind of put a little buffer on there and try not to get hurt. Yeah. Second, as you're working with someone, a great way to get started and to like accelerate the trust factor, which you're going to need, by the way, if someone's really going to receive from you. And one great way to accelerate that is first acknowledge the progress you've already seen in that person. That's great. Yeah. Like lead with that. I'll give you an example. Um, When I was in junior high, I played an instrument. Everyone in my family played an instrument. My mom, mm. my mom went to college for music education. So you better you believe go. all eight of us played an instrument and I played the tuba. <laughs> oh. and, I, and Steve, I was really short too. And so I had this monster. <laughs> and, I want to see a picture right now. <laughs> but I always had a lot of hot air. So I could. Uh, I oh, could, there you I could, go. There you go. But I remember my, uh, my instructor, uh, Mr. Strickland. He was strict too, by the way. <laughs> and his name was Strickland. Kind of intimidating guy. But I remember when I got into ninth grade, he said something to me and he said, Hey, you have the potential to be the best tuba player that ever went through the school district. And if he said it, you knew it was real. Like he did not so blow good. any smoke, you know? It's so good. And it instantly clicked and it motivated me for the mm-hmm. whole rest of the time because he had already, he had already been working with me for three years um, yeah. through junior high. So when I hit high school, he said that 
I trusted him. I leaned on him. I asked him a whole lot more questions after that point. Mm. It's it's just so true. If you acknowledge what you're already seeing, it it does a lot. And just generally, and even if you're in a place where you need to help somebody improve or correct someone, always speak to who they are. Speak, celebrate who they are first. Because you know what that whole thing, you can get 10 positives and one negative and everybody focuses on the negative. Yeah. But the reality is, is that affirmation encouragement is is uh if is is one of the qualities of a developer okay and uh to be able to speak into the potential to speak into the progress to speak into the value of what they bring i love that story of your mr strickland yeah we all need moments like that we really do okay next practical point as you are helping someone you're developing them reassure them that you are a safe place because most likely if you're strong in developer, you know how to like design experiments and tasks for people to try so they can grow um, and, and, you know, to push them into, into new areas, reassure them that you're a safe place to try new things, even if they fail. And, and, you know, you want to, of course, instill a growth mindset, like what are you learning, but show them like, Hey, I'm not, it's not like I'm setting bars for you to jump over and I'd be disappointed if you don't. I want you to try this. And if, even if it doesn't work, what did we learn? And I'm a safe place. I'm going. I'm not going to abandon you if you if you fail. I'm going to. I'm still going to be here. And that that is such a great quality because you know, it's like teaching a baby to walk. If they fall the first time, you don't say to them, "You're never going to walk again," right? <laughs> no, you tried. It, yeah. you, you create the environment for them to keep trying and keep trying and keep trying. And and I often say failure is our greatest success. Okay, because that's where we learn how to overcome, how to become resilient, and how to find solutions and strategies to be to go to where we need to go. So, so I love that. And, and you know, if you're a developer coach, you know that reassurance is so good, so good. Yeah. So uh, people with developer make really good mentors, and if you if you are in a mentoring situation or you want to you want to get into that, think about what did your mentors do that really helped you that inspired you what what techniques did they use and just adopt them because mm-hmm. they work right mm-hmm. so so this is a practical and then finally like not all developer development engagements need to be long term yeah it, if it, it could be it could be multiple years multiple months but you could be mentor in the moment and I do this a lot and I love doing it. Like I uh, just meet somebody, a young person, we get talking, bam, bam, bam. I got some wisdom to help them. I see their potential. I give them a practical and they love it and I'm done. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm moving on. So don't, don't overlook those opportunities. They don't all have to be long-term. I, I love what you just said there because I think natural developers naturally develop. Okay. I mean, even last night, uh, I was at my daughter's graduation party and the guy walked in. He's uh, he's, a, he's a guy from Ghana. And we just got into a conversation and just naturally I was developing him for about 10, 15 minutes. You can't help it. And he just yeah. comes up and he, by the end of it, he was so grateful. And I, I didn't even charge him. There you go. Um, <laughs> and because it just, as a, as a developer, it naturally comes out of you because you want to see people be the best version of themselves. Yeah. See, one other point too, I just want to make, sometimes as you're developing someone, there is a natural ending point. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's good to pay attention to that. I've had this happen several times where the other person, the the mentee, you can just tell they're done with it. And it's not a bad thing. It's just like, it served a purpose. It was over. 
there's a few times when I tried to continue it because I enjoyed it so much and it just didn't work anymore. It was like falling on its face. It flopped. Um, and the, 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 the juice, the mojo or whatever, it was gone. And yeah. so pay attention to that because when it's over, it's over. That's, that's fine. There's going to be other people in your life and uh, you just need to let it go and watch them go flourish. That's so good. Well, let me introduce the transformation tip this week. You know, we, we talked about some of the weaknesses or blind spots being in this area of a developer. And that's because we become overly invested in people. In other words, we are, maybe we have a bit of a savior mentality rescue. And the one thing maybe you can think about, are there people in my life that I'm, I'm wanting more for them than they want for themselves. Am I putting, you know, because you think of right investment and return, is there very little return on the investment that I'm giving? And quest, and ask yourself, is this, a, is this somebody I need to be investing in? Or is there other people who could be getting the most use of my desire to develop people? Okay. And if you are not necessarily a developer, but you've been developed, okay, why not this week reach out to those people that have developed you and just say thank you? Yeah, send you know, a I, thank you note, send an email with a little a graphic on it or something. But yes, go thank someone who has developed you. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, and for a developer to hear that and you hear story, they hear stories of people that you've been able to touch and you've seen what's happened. It's the greatest joy to them. That and makes my day. Yeah, that makes my day when someone yeah. does that with me. If you're listening to this and Pete's, inspired you send him a little note through this <laughs> <laughs> or if but, steve had send it to both actually we should give you our mailing address because <laughs> gifts are also welcome <laughs> as our cash donations no <laughs> oh yeah yeah do you have an ulterior motive no just kidding that's one of the <laughs> okay well yeah. everybody it's a joy to be able to sh- share these relational strengths with you because it's it hopefully will begin to help you understand how you've been wired or how others have been wired and gives you a greater appreciation that we all need each other's strengths to transform this world. Anyway, have a great week, everyone, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Transform Your Life podcast. We'll be releasing a new episode every Monday, so we hope you'll continue to tune in. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the show to reach more people around the world. If you're looking for coaching or more resources, follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or our Instagram page, From the Insight Out. If you want to connect with me, Pete Cafarcio, go to PeteCoaching.com. And if you want to connect with me, Steve Chua, go to SteveChuaIntl.com. Remember, we want to help you transform your life so that you can transform your world. Have an awesome week, everyone.